When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's me, Victoria. First, I want to congratulate Rihanna Kay for winning the Listener Appreciation Contest. Her Cakes of Conjuring will be making an appearance in one of our future episodes. Thank you to everyone for sending in your entries. We had a lot of fun reading them, and it was really hard to narrow them down to have people um, vote on them. And we... We want to use them all. Uh, We also have a Patreon draw to do. We promised that we would do a draw for a copy of Dungeonology uh, if we were to reach our first goal. And we did reach our first goal. We we actually, we met our first goal within the first six hours, and that was really exciting. So let's do that draw. Let me click some buttons here. So the winner is Kara F. So congrats, Kara. We'll be emailing you about that shortly. Patreons have uh, access to special episodes, doodles by Bianca, and chances to play with one-shots with me as a DM. We're also trying to convince uh, the rest of the uh, the crew to start DMing some games so that we can maybe get some more for our patrons as well. We also have some new reviews, and we're really excited about these. We have one from D.B. Chan that states, When I started playing D&D, I was always the only girl at the table. This show is like a dream come true. A table full of women playing D&D. Good audio quality. Oh, you're too kind. It does get better. If you made it this far, you already know that. Um, Well-established characters and plot. Great sense of humor all around. The DM is knowledgeable and flexible. I look forward to each episode. Love it. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We also have another one uh, by Sleepy Cat Dragon. This one's very, (laughs) very kind. Oh, boy. Or, oh, girl. Where do you even start? This is an amazing podcast put together by some amazing ladies. Drop right into the action with a party of characters that you get to know organically at the same time they're getting to know each other. You'll be emotionally invested in these good, good characters before you know it. You want a rich setting filled with interesting lore? Every episode takes you deeper into a carefully crafted world steeped in mystery and ancient powers. Ooh, thank you. It makes it sound so fancy. You want atmosphere? Girl, howdy. They know how to use the right sound effects and background of music to keep you in the moment without drowning out the story itself. Music can make or break a project sometimes, but here it is used so well. And the best part, it's still early into the adventure, so there's still plenty to learn about these characters and the world they live in. Give the broadsword a listen. It's a worthy adventure. That is, that is super, super kind. Um, that makes me very excited to read that. So thank you so much. Um, Keep those reviews coming because they, you know, they they tell um, a new person uh, what to expect. So thank you so much for everyone who's done that. And we will continue to read them as we receive more. Alrighty, I think it's about time to get to it. 
Lady Elbruna has peered into the pasts of Kila, Maypri, and Yelaris. Each of them have been touched by the Traconic god Bahamut, and the author of Rashman wants to know why. She decides to have them trained in the ways of the Rashemi, and sends them off to Imilmar. You're listening to... The Broadswords. generally not impressed. Kristen Flemons, Azulares, the half-elf wizard. Dragon-like. Oh, boy. And Bianca Zelda, as Pre, the tiefling barbarian. She's gonna just, like, take the pickle out of your hand with her mouth. And me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. Yularis is definitely going to be the last person to get up, uh, considering she is out for a full nine hours. Although I did go to bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you, you did go to bed at eight o'clock. But I, I still think uh, that this Maypree's probably a get up at dawn kind of person since she's running around outside. Is that correct? That is. Yep. Yeah. So I'm thinking at this point, between the condition that Keela and Yolaris is going to be handling, Maypri, you wake up first. And when you go down to the inn, there's, as always, there's Saloff. And he greets you with a, with a smile. Okay. Uh, oh, good morning, Saloff. Good morning, Maypri. Would you like some tea? Uh, what kind of tea? It's a little <laughs> bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, anything that'll wake me up. Can I bring it into the hot springs with me? Like, just bring my whole cup over there? As long as you promise to give it back to me, we're good to go. I'll do my best. All right. And he he goes and he gets a, a ceramic mug and he puts some herbs in there from a container that he has and pours some boiling water into it and hands you the mug. I'll accept it gracefully. Gratefully. I will accept it gratefully. And then head over... Yeah, I don't think of Maypri as graceful. <laughs> particularly. Maybe like a little bit of the tea spills as she goes to take it from his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then she will go ahead and go to the hot springs for a rather quick... In comparison to Yolari's bath, uh, maybe hers takes... Five to seven minutes at most. Enough time to pretty much like scrub, drink tea, scrub, drink tea. And then she's back in the common room. Okay, as you leave the the hot tub, you see Novik with his towel over his arm striding towards. Hello, little devil! Novik! And I'm going to like raise my hand for like a high five. Oh, he he meets that high five with a resounding smack. It's a solid high five. I hope you can edit that in because I'm I'm into that. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. All right, and then uh, I'll head back to the uh, to the common room and wait for my friends to wake up. 
All right. So who is going to wake up first and come down? Or is it going to be... I think Akilah would probably wake up first because she, she got over the unconscious part. And then she has to meditate for four hours. And she'll only actually be hung over till about nine in the morning. So I think that she would probably mm-hmm. get up first. Okay. But even though her hangover has abated, she's still definitely not in a happy mood when she comes downstairs. She kind of comes trudging and her hair is sticking up in every direction. And she has like big dark bags underneath her eyes. And she just is wearing a big frown. Mm-hmm. Salaf, as he starts to see your feet come down the staircase... He's already getting some tea prepared for you. And by the time you make it down, he has that mug ready. I don't even say anything. I just take it off of him and kind of grunt and slump into a chair and drink the whole thing really quickly. Is there a Faerunian equivalent to sunglasses? (laughs) (laughs) Not stepping outside? Like, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> tying a bandana think, over your eyes <laughs> uh, yeah you know I'm not sure if Yularis has ever been hung over cause she she's pretty young didn't have like a lot of friends most of the wine and stuff would have been heavily watered so I think this is like the first legit hangover she's ever had and she thinks she might be dying when she wakes up I'm just like (laughs) just completely floored by this and like yeah probably wrapping like a scarf around the head to try and you know block the light and probably I just come like limping down the stairs and just like sit on a bar stool right at the counter and just whimper and then like lay my head in my arms on the counter and just hope that Selah will will have something something to do to help me. Selof gives you an entire pitcher of water and a glass. And I'm just going to mumble into my arms, but it hurts to lift my head to drink. Trust me. You need the water. Okay. I'm just going to like feeling so sorry for myself like start trying to choke back glasses of water. For Maypre, Saloff brings out a nice big bowl of thick porridge with honey and apples and some cheese. Um, but for Keela and Yularis, he brings a bowl of just like plain porridge for you. Nothing that is going to be too mm-hmm. crazy on your stomachs or palates. Yeah. Just for the sake of visualization, so as Keela came down the stairs, where did you sit? And then Yularis goes to the bar. So nobody saw me. This, you know, super tall tiefling. I wanted to come sit I with me. I literally have a scarf wrapped up my head. sat on her own. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> okay. Maypre will go ahead and pick up her bowl that she's been, like, she's, like, half-eaten. Like, she's been here a little while. As soon as she sees Keela come downstairs and go and sit with her. You're making enough faces. <laughs> so she doesn't kind of super greet you as like with a nice warming good morning and then she'll just kind of eat her food next to you in companionable silence yeah and when you kind of give Kilo a good morning she just kind of grunts at you just like Ugh. and that's it 
I understand. It's okay. I, I know I, I've been in that position. I know what you're uh, what you're feeling. And uh, the thing for Keela is that as a bard, it's very often that she's given drinks as a thanks when she plays in a, a tavern or something like that. So she's been hung over many, 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 many times. And she just never gets used to it. It's always miserable. It's always terrible. How is Yularis doing with her porridge? Not amazing. Like, I'm just sort of like taking little spoons and like more just like, you know, gumming it. <laughs> like the t- she hasn't really, her stomach feels terrible. So maybe like one and a half spoons have successfully been swallowed at this point. The door of the inn opens, and standing in the doorway is a familiar figure. There is a Hathrin in green robes with a moss mask on her face, and she says, Yolaris, Nithra of the Seven Rivers, requests you to attend her. I'm going to, like, sort of push myself up from the counter and look at her and be like, can we reschedule? I am not feeling very well this morning. And the woman's eyes shoot up. Even though she's wearing a mask, you can tell her eye. Well, if you're even looking at her, if anyone mm-hmm. who's looking at her um, <laughs> can tell that she she's not impressed. And Saloff kind of, he leans over the bar, his towel in hand, and he says, you don't keep the Hathren waiting. I just grumble under my breath. Fine, fine, I'm coming. And sort of like stumble my way over there, but like pulling the scarf fuller, further down over my eyes because like the light from the door is so bright. It's terrible. Before Yaleri's exits, Keela's going to beckon her over. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stumble over to the table. Hi. <laughs> and and Keela's going to cast Cure Wounds on Yularis. Oh. Well, she, okay. You know, it, I think... Mm-hmm. It yeah. would Cure Wounds your hangover. That is a good yeah. question, actually. Is a hangover a wound? Yeah, you know what? I think a hangover is more mm-hmm. of a condition. And that would be restoration. Oh, yeah, so I have like nothing for lesser rest... <laughs> Yeah. It was a nice thought, though. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that was awesome. I tried. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Because uh, we're, we're going to get the rules nerds going, that's not the proper use of, of cure wounds. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, then, Hilarious, you just get to be in pain. Thanks. Thanks, rule nerds. Thanks, rule nerds. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. It happens. I'm gonna stumble on off, off to this. So wait, does does Keila try doing it and then nothing happens? Yeah. Can we? Can I have you guys act that out? Like I know I shouldn't be asking, but I just want to visualize it. <laughs> so Keila's gonna, you know, close her eyes and she's gonna wave her hands around you. Larry's looking, trying to look like extra mystical, and she <laughs> does it. <laughs> And then just nothing happens. I'm just going to sort of look at her confused and 
Actually, the one thing that does happen is all of your sore muscles oh. from all of that hiking okay. is cured. So that's, that is cured. And I think the Oh, the that's headache, a big thing. I will say, I will say, because that, that's like a, a headache. kind of physical. Um, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're still not awesome. You still are not cured of all the effects. So all of your ability checks are still diminished by one and everything okay. um, that this hangover has. Um, you still have all of that stuff, but you no longer have sore muscles and your head. You still have a bit of a headache, mm-hmm. but it's manageable. At okay. This point. I, I look, I look wide eyed at Keela. Like, thank Thank you. That I feel less awful now. <laughs> and then I'm just going to kind of wave you off. All right. I'll uh, stumble my way off after the, the Hathren. And the Hathren leads you to the familiar mound with grass and purple sage growing all over it. And she opens the door. And there again, you see Nithra in her stag mask seated on whole bunch of of cushions and there is smoke coming out of the brazier and it is you know this i mean you know this this smell very well it is of peppermint and Mm. ginger Mm -hmm. it's quite refreshing i'm gonna take a big inhale And Nithra, you see her smile at that. And she's quite open with her smile. And she says, Hmm, Firewine does that. Be careful next time. Yes, I, I'm, I'm learning so much every day. <laughs> Good, because you're about to learn more. Come, sit. And uh, yeah, I will go sit down where she or she gestures. What do you know of spirits, Yelaris, line of Eldrev? Well, we encountered a rather perturbed spirit on our way here. The the wife of uh, Borovic tried to stop our, our passage for a while there. I haven't Really encountered many spirits, though. I it hasn't been part of my studies. In Rashomon, the spirits are part of the land. They're part of our everyday lives. I indeed... Spirits are part of everyone's lives, whether they can see them or not. We are surrounded by them here, now. I'm going to look around and just sort of nod like I'm following. I'm not really, (laughs) but... And she laughs. I'm going to teach you something. Because Lady Yelbruna has declared that I should. It is something that we teach our young women as soon as they start showing capacity for magic. Face me. And she gets up and she sits in like a kneeling position with 
Um, but she's down, like she's resting mm-hmm. on the backs of her heels. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll mimic her, her posture and face her. Close your eyes. Okay. Now breathe deeply in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Do nothing but focus on the breathing and try to be as still as you can. Feel your blood flow through your veins as it is pumped by your heart throughout your body. Feel the air as it touches the outside of your skin. Feel the slight breath of my speech or the touch of the smoke. Open your eyes. I I do so. You see a pale blue light radiating around her. She seems peaceful, calm, and right behind her is the faint outline of a woman. I am going to sort of like look at her and then like look at that woman and like back and forth again, trying to find if there's like a resemblance of like what the connection of these two things are the the outline of the woman behind Nithra winks <laughs> that's at definitely you. gonna like I'm gonna like start at that and and just sort of like point like like look at Ilbruna and be like uh there's you see huh <laughs> Nithra laughs And she looks over her shoulder and she says, Grandmother, not the time. (laughs) And the figure of the woman fades. I'm just going to like look around the room to see if there's anything else or anyone else. There is a small pale creature in the corner. It looks, you've never really seen anything like this. It's humanoid. But it is quite small. It's probably only about a foot and a half tall. And it looks a little wrinkly, a little weathered looking. Um, it, it's got a humanish face, though. Some of its features are drawn out a bit. Like its chin is a bit more pointy. Its nose is a bit longer. And it just kind of looks up at you, sticks its tongue out and then runs out of the room into a Are all spirits this sociable? Nithra laughs at that, and she says, No. But the ones that I surround myself with tend to be so. Hilary's eyes light up, and she's, she's going to whisper to Bruna, Do any of them know who took my stocking? Can you ask them that? <laughs> I have a feeling that was Solana. Huh. Huh. Would she give it back? (laughs) It's probably not far from where you left it. Oh, back by the moss stones. 
That's a long way to walk again. I'm sure we can get you some more stockings. All right. It wasn't very polite. I don't think being polite was on her list of things to be. I did nod and consider that. Hmm. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> what we just did is what we all Hathren do. You have the Hathren blood in your veins, Yularis. You have the capacity to bind spirits to your will. Why would I want to do that? Does it hurt them? What? No. We respect the spirits. The spirits are who we are. They're what we become. Harm. No. We would never harm a spirit. Only... Only the women that we do not speak of would do such a thing. I I'm going to guess it's futile to ask you about the women you don't speak of. If you're going to be in our land for much longer, and from the plans that Lady Yelbruna has for you, you appears that you're going to be, so it's probably best I tell you. There are the Durthan, and they are witches, but they have a blackness in their hearts. And they... They do things... They do things that a Rashemi should never do. Hmm... This was not terribly elucidating for Yularis, but uh, she's not going to push this topic when it seems very, very serious. And she sees that look on Yularis' face. The spirits... There are good spirits. There are, are spirits who, who do not care for humankind or, or mortals at all. And they only wish to do harm for us. And then there are spirits who, who just don't care. But they are a part of the land. The land is the spirits. The spirits are the land. We become spirits. We revere the spirits. And to do anything to harm them would to be revoking our right to be Rashemi. So what is a bond with a spirit then? They can help you. They help us see things that we would otherwise not see. They can gather information and they can even protect. They can, they can help you when you're in trouble. I feel like Yularis would want to be taking notes. Like, do I have, like, my pouch with me? Can I start fishing out, like, some paper and a pen and, like, start writing this down? Did really hung over Yularis with a scarf over her head really think about bringing a pen <laughs> and parchment and ink and I mean, a quill I have it in my her? bag. I just don't know that I would be walking around with a bag. Okay. Mm, so I doubt ask, it. Do you have... Do you have some paper I could take notes on. I want to remember all of this. She shakes her head slowly. We do not write I, our secrets. Yularis is going to kind of look with horror at that because 
that's all she does is read and write stuff and like the implication that a everybody here like they don't write and b they're probably not gonna want her to write it either (laughs) this is like (gasps) oh no we do not put something down so our enemies can find it how do you how do you learn then how do you pass on knowledge how does anybody study i song oh i'm not a very good singer (laughs) you don't have to there are more chants than anything Shall we begin? I suppose so. Kila and Maypri. Yes, eating porridge together. <laughs> delicious, delicious, bland porridge. Mine's really good. I've got honey. <laughs> Maypri's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Making faces like maybe I'm eating with my mouth open a little bit. Like, mmm, really good. <laughs> and the door opens... And through that door comes the figure of a very clean and happy Novik. I'll leave with him again. Hi, Novik. I'll, like, nod in his general direction. Ha-ha! Exactly who I came here to see, he says. Are you ready? I'm gonna look over at Keela. Do you think he's talking about me or you? I don't know. We're gonna talk to both of you, she says, and what the lady asks, Novik does. And if you want to be proper Rashemi people, you will too. Okay. She'll finish the last couple mouthfuls of her porridge and get up. Alright, then. Kila leaves, like, half her porridge and, and gets up as well. And Novik brings you outside and to that same hut, or the same mound that Maypri was in the day before with the bear Hathrin. But she is nowhere to be seen. When he opens that very raw door, the room is still hot. There's still a great big fire in there. But there's no little lady in there, um to serve some punches to the temple. Um, It's just a big room. But on the ground, a circle has been drawn with a stick into the ground. I would like to step into the circle. Novik laughs. Ah, eager. That's what I like. (laughs) But not yet, little devil. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll step out of the circle. First, we stretch. Always stretch. Stretching helps loosen the muscles. You don't want to get a crick in your neck in the middle of battle. I just I just want to point out that Keela's really excited for this because if you can remember, her specialty is contortionism. So as soon as Novik says stretch, she just starts doing some crazy fucking stretches. Like she bends over backwards into a bridge from a standing position and her hands touch her feet. And she like bends all the way forward and wraps completely around her knees. Novik watches this and his eyes go really wide and his brows shoot upwards um, and his brow gets really, really crinkled because he kind of has like a short (laughs) brow to begin with. So like his eyebrows are almost like reaching his hairline. 
<laughs> and he's like, okay. Do, do, do little elf stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Mipri is definitely impressed. Like, the most stretching she can compare is like, she's really good at touching her toes. <laughs> Like, can can you touch your toes, or like, can you do put like a flat palm on the ground? Oh no, she can only touch your toes. There's no flat palm. <laughs> Not that flexible. Okay, and after the stretching, Novik looks at the pair of you, and he suddenly gets very serious. I can teach you some things, but only basic things, as you are not part of my fang. You belong to the great stag, and you... He looks at you, Keela. You're to go to the Skulls. The what? <laughs> the Skulls! Don't you know of the Skulls? Mm. They sing and tell stories, and they... They fight! <sighs> if I had talent, I would love to be a Skuld. I mean... Fighting and telling stories sounds great, but um, I'm a really terrible singer. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I sing and birds drop out of the sky. That's wow. a powerful skill. <laughs> well, that's something you'll have to talk about with them. What I know is that I'm going to teach you to listen to the fire in your heart. All right, that sounds good to me. I'm pretty super ready for that. All right, come. Stand in a row. I think we line up pretty uh, pretty well. Keela's in the front. <laughs> keep keep your, your legs spread a little bit. Spread that weight around. Balance nicely. And then close your eyes and feel your heart. Pound in your chest. (laughs) (laughs) And he just walks around in circles around you as you focus on the beating in your chest. Now think, he says. Think of that time. That time when someone did something. And you just wanted to rip their heads off. Do I have to vocalize my memory? Sure. <laughs> Let's hear about these memories. What what is what is Maypre thinking about? One time she's gambling at dice and she has her favorite set of bone dye that was carved by a good friend. And the person that she was gambling with was Before he was playing with her, like, she had noticed him switching out dice, so she'd kept kind of a special eye on this man's sleight of hand, and sure enough, he stole one of her dice and replaced it with one of his to put his roles in his favor. When she called him out on it, obviously he denied denied it, and it turned into a bit of a thing where she did get her dice back, but they're cracked now. And what is Keela thinking about? Whenever Keela thinks about anger, she is very one-track focused, and all she can think about is the men who killed Rula. So as soon as he says that, she just begins to think about those men. And 
when he starts to see the looks on your faces change as you think about that, he nods. Yes. Yes. Keep thinking as he walks around you. Now, as you think, concentrate. Concentrate on that heart and the beating, each pound, and concentrate those thoughts of anger into your beating heart. I'm concentrating really hard. Now let it out. Roar! Eularis. No one wants to hear it. No, I was wondering if I was going to have to do that. I was ready for it. They just like back up from the mic for two feet. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Could be good sound effects. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to give a roar, go ahead. Just uh, you want to go first, Tracy? No. Yeah. No, roar at the same time. You're, you need to roar <laughs> okay. together. Okay. Can you count us down, Victoria? I'm going to um, move away a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> Angry. (laughs) Fearsome. Yolaris, you have been in this mound with Nithra for quite some time. She has walked you through the process of binding a spirit. You have successfully found a, a very minor spirit. What kind of spirit have you decide to bind I think maybe um hmm maybe you know what maybe a spirit of Mm -hmm. wonder yeah I think I was going to say either that or passion but I think wonder is nice so a spirit of wonder what does this spirit of wonder look like um, I imagine that it is sort of vaguely humanoid, but like only sort of impressionistically and sort of a lightly like sort of flickering between like a light blue and a light yellow kind of flickering light. You don't bind it to you for very long. You only have it connected to you for probably 20 seconds, but you have successfully bound this this spirit. And after that, and after it fades, Nithra smiles and says, that is enough for today. We don't have long. For in two days you will be leaving for the stronghold north. Where my father lives? Yes. There is... A small group of men who go up there twice a year to bring supplies. They leave in two days. Um, Ularis tries to smile, but is not super excited about the idea of traveling with another caravan. That was not her most favorite experience, but oh well. Hmm. Will they be bringing a bath along with them? Is that one of the supplies? Well, you will be going with the title of Ethrin. Perhaps we can arrange something. Oh, okay. At that, oh. There's gonna puff up a little bit. Ooh, all right. 
But not yet. Your ceremony is tomorrow. Oh. What is this? What does that look like? Honestly, she looks at you. You choose your animal. You make a mask. There's a whole bunch of chanting, and then everyone goes home. Okay. That sounds doable. Uh, I don't know any of the chants, and I'm not very good at crafts. Is this going to be a problem? (laughs) You won't have to do any of the chanting, and we'll help you craft your mask. All right. Count me in. I'll be there. She laughs, and she closes her eyes, just like last time. I'm gonna I'm gonna take one last look around the uh, the mountain to see if there are any other other spirits. That little wrinkly gnomish figure you see uh, you saw before mm-hmm. peers at you from underneath a three legged stool in the corner. I'm gonna stick my tongue out at it. Maypri and Keila, you have just spent a interesting morning roaring. <laughs> And feeling (laughs) your heartbeat and really not doing much else. It's been really fun, though. (laughs) We bonded a little. Definitely. (laughs) Kind of competed to see who could roar the loudest. (laughs) And then Novik intervened saying, like, that's not what we're here for. (laughs) Focus, focus, focus. He says, okay, we'll have lunch. And then after, we fight. All right. Are we heading back to the tavern for food? Best place as any. Excellent. And Maypri will grab Keela's arm and drag her over for lunchtime. Novik joins you. Because <laughs> he, he's very excited about some cider. Broadswords action on April 21st. The Broads get back on the road and travel to Ibomar, the capital city of Rashman. And big exciting news, we have joined the RPG Academy Network. So we'll be having guests from some of their other shows and we'll be guesting on there. So keep tuned for more announcements coming your way. All right, well, see you next time. In the Dallas-Fort Worth crime area, weed 2.0 is a lot like brisket. People smoke it, and they die. So it's up to the new DFW task force agents Kip Simpkins and Trevor Steele to crack some heads and do some justice. So come on down to Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts and listen to these boys roll some dice and laugh your ass off at ASSpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy trails, y'all. A different scent. Hold on. I need to Google and see what herbs work for hangovers. (laughs) What kind of herbs would a... Can I say, uh, assuming you're editing this part out, Victoria. Um, Yeah.
your pronunciation of <laughs> brazier is getting really close to like a bra, like a brazier. <laughs> a brazier. That's what I think every time he says it, and I assumed it was the same word. <laughs> brazier. No, that's yeah. a brazier. Okay. This is a brazier. Her brazier. Picturing her sitting there in my head. Yeah. In her brazier. Bra in the corner, covered in herbs. <laughs> Smoking. This is normal. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the mask on still. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's excellent. A, a mystical brassiere, probably. It has to be yeah. if she's wearing it. Very powerful. <laughs> like the extra thick straps. <laughs> the ones that are really yeah. comfortable, too. <laughs> that's power. <laughs> okay um brazier it's brazier isn't it yeah i would i would say i've never had to say the word out loud before brazier 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 i said brazier that's how i pronounced it Uh, brazier yeah brazier brazier yeah it's not brazier (laughs) although that could be some really good fan art Hold uh, <laughs> on, I'm listening to how to say it. Brazier or brazier. Brazier. That's how I pronounced it. I was. We <laughs> just have like a clip of all of us saying it a thousand different times. <laughs> brazier. 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 Yeah, that 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 was a correct pronunciation. Okay. That's good. All right. Okay, so we know what the stupid thing for the <laughs> end of this episode is. You're welcome. <laughs> I shall bring the stupidity. <laughs> Very That's productive, everyone. Good show. <laughs> we learned how to pronounce the word. Okay. Um, okay, so you walk into this room. Blah, 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 blah. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>